open up that creative space that's going to make your business even better because you're going to come back to your business with this expanded mindset. But if we stay only plugged into our business, we only are plugged into the energy of what we're currently doing and where's the room for the inspiration in that? Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue-generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. I am coming to you right now in a full-on food coma, a full-on food coma, a barbecue coma more specifically. Moon came to me last night and was like, oh my gosh, we have to go to this pop-up that's happening for barbecue in Manhattan Beach tomorrow. And I was like, what do you What do you mean a food pop-up? Like I didn't even know that was a thing that restaurants did. And this actually isn't even a restaurant. It's just a man that does phenomenal barbecue, really, really amazing barbecue. I don't think he has an actual location, but he does these little pop-ups at these random restaurants throughout Southern California Also, side note, amazing way to create hype, to create the good kind of scarcity and to get people excited. This could be a whole other episode, but Moon and I were talking about it on the way home of, wow, what a good way to leverage scarcity and make a ton of money. We were saying like he probably makes more money off of these pop-up events than he would if he had of one physical like location, one restaurant where he was selling this barbecue because we were in a <laughs> multiple hour line. I kid you not, we waited at least two hours for this barbecue. I don't think we actually looked at what time it was when we got to the front of the line, but I know we waited for at least two hours because I remember that was the last time I had checked my watch was, oh, we've been in this line for two hours now. And people had been lined up in that line three hours before we got there. So it's pretty crazy. All of that to say, we finally made it to the front of the line after a few hours of waiting. We got tons and just an insane amount of meat was purchased. We bought so much barbecue, the best cornbread I've ever had, hands down, probably the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. So freaking good. We had such a good time. It was so much fun. Even waiting in line, we made friends with the couple in front of us. We know all about their wedding that's happening in three weeks. It was so much fun. But the reason that I bring this experience up, the reason I want to tell you about this is because I almost didn't go. When Moon asked me about this last night, my gut reaction was, oh, but I have to work. I really shouldn't. I have to work. I've got some projects that I'm trying to get done. I've got this podcast that I need to record. I've got things that I need to do. That was my gut reaction was, sorry, no, I can't. I have to work. I had to check myself there. And this is something that I like to think I'm pretty good at, but I'm, I am I fall into these seasons where sometimes it's really tricky for me 
to maintain my balance of when I'm saying no in a good way because I need to get stuff done for my business and when I'm saying no because I'm blocking myself into this little work hole and I'm asking for burnout to come and find me. And I know a lot of people can relate to this, you guys. I've had so many conversations with people in my world where it's like, I don't know how much to push. I don't know how much to hustle. And I feel like I'm working so much. It's not even really working sometimes. This doesn't feel good. How do we find the balance of when to push and when to relax in our business? And I think that this is a really important conversation because it's one of those things where if you don't start to find that balance early on in your business, whatever you're doing right now is only going to compound as you grow. So we mistakenly think sometimes that we have to push in the beginning. And and a piece of this is true and we're going to get into this, but then we think that there's suddenly going to be a point where it's like, oh, I don't have to push anymore. Like there's going to be an obvious sign, an obvious stage of your business where you can take a step back, where you can relax, but that doesn't really happen. That point never really comes. There's Nobody steps in and like holds up a stop sign and is like, okay, you've hustled enough. You've earned your right to go have fun again. Like go, be free. Now you're good. That doesn't really happen. It's on you to make that distinction. And that's what happened. That was the rerouting moment that I had for myself last night when initially the words that came out of my mouth were to moon, no, I have to work. And then I sat with it for a second and I was like, well, wait, let's wait a second. Is this going to be actually beneficial to your business for you to take time tomorrow on a Saturday and go have fun? And go hang out with your boyfriend, go do something fun, fill your energetic cup back up, and do you literally have the time later in the weekend to finish the things that you wanted to finish this weekend without depriving yourself of the human experience, without depriving yourself of going to do the things that you want to do, the things that you built your business to be able to go and do, could you go do it? And I had to realize, hey, Emily, you're saying no to something right now that you don't have to say no to. You don't have to. Take a step back. Take a breather. Look at it. Do you literally have time to finish this later on Saturday or on Sunday? The answer was yes. And so off I went. And I'm so glad that I went, you guys. And it worked out perfectly. Moon bought extra barbecue for our friends. He was like, hey, I'll drop you off on our way home. You go record your podcast and I'll go and I'll drop off the barbecue to our friends. And then by the time I come back, you'll be done. Perfect. You'll get all your work done. And I was like, oh my gosh, perfect. I love how this worked out. But I had to stop myself and I had to be like, Emily, is this a beneficial no that you want to say right now to to Moon, to your boyfriend asking you to go get barbecue with him? Is it actually beneficial to you or is it hurting you? Because we have to be able to make this distinction. And so that's what I want to share a little bit of what I've learned about in my many entrepreneurial ventures, in my time, in my workflow as a business owner, as a employee of other entrepreneurs. I've had a lot of practice at managing my time. And I've had a lot of practice at helping others in my world find the balance in their businesses as well. And there are some themes that come up that we can talk about today. Because as I started to say, there are times, I don't even want to say in the beginning of your business, especially in the beginning of your business, but you're going to have periods of this throughout your business, no matter what stage you're at, where you just need to push, where you are going to say have to say no to more things in your personal life then maybe you would have in other seasons of your life and in other seasons of your business. And we can recognize that, 
But also know that we need to have time in our business, no matter what season we're in, where we can relax. And ideally, we know that balance really, it's kind of like one of those buzzwords, is is true balance even possible? I don't know. But it is an opportunity for us to strive for it all the time and get better and better at managing our stress levels, at managing how much we're working and how much we're playing. And so that we're in this place where our stress levels feel good, where our nervous system is regulated, where you're not so far in the hustle work zone that you're teetering on the edge of burnout or maybe actually in burnout. But same thing on the other side of it where you're not saying yes to too many opportunities in your personal life that it's at the expense of your business. There is a middle ground where we can quote unquote have it all in a sense of I'm going to say yes to some things in business and I'm going to say yes to some things in personal life and vice versa. I'm going to say no to some things in business and I'm going to say no to some things in my personal life. And for me, the big thing that I have as a takeaway around this whole conversation is that even when you are in the busiest of busy seasons, You never want to push yourself at the expense of your well-being. You never need to have your business take precedence in the long term, right? Maybe there's one night where you have to pull an all-nighter to finish something because of a true deadline, right? That's different. But if we're talking days on end, weeks on end, a month on end, multiple months on end, where your business is taking precedence over your health and well-being, something is off. There is always time to take care of yourself. And if there is not, if you're like, well, I don't know, I don't, I don't think that there is, you're biting off more than you can chew in this season of life. And those are just the facts. If you are doing so much right now that you cannot do it and take care of yourself, you're doing too much. And don't measure your too much against someone else's too much. My too much is going to look drastically different than somebody who has kids and a husband or a wife and people that they take care of. I'm pretty much just responsible for me. Me, I've got Moon. Moon's pretty self-sufficient in this stage of life. And then I've got my little guy, Prince, my our cat, right? Like those are my only responsibilities. My family's not even in this state. So it's not even like I have to spend time going home on the weekends to see people. I would if they were here. But you know what I mean? So my too much is going to look drastically different than somebody else, somebody who has dependence. And so you have to find for you, are you biting off more than you can do right now? Are you biting off more than you can chew for the time that you have available? And the measure of that is, is your well-being suffering in the long term? And now when I say well-being, I don't want you to just think about your mental health, although that is a huge piece of it. But sometimes when I say that, people think, well, I'm not suffering. I'm just tired. Or like, I'm not, I'm not like hurt. I don't have burnout. I'm just a little stressed. I'm fine. You should be able to feel more than fine. You should be feeling good. And in fact, I would even extend well-being to include things like I'm talking about going to get barbecue with your boyfriend, right? Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, whoever, your family, your kids the people you love. Spending time with people outside of the work world in a way that fills your cup back up. That is part of your well-being too. We are social beings and I don't just mean parasocial. You have to get offline and you have to get out and you have to live your life. This is something that I wish more people talked about in the entrepreneurial space are things of the importance of your real life in-person friendships and relationships. 
you need to be maintaining those. That is something that I believe with my whole heart and soul. You need to have those relationships, even if the people you converse with online, like I have phenomenal relationships with people that I've never met through the, like that I just know through the coaching industry. I've only met them online. I've never seen them in person. Some of them know like the the deepest, darkest things about me because I've had phenomenal coaches that I've been comfortable enough to go there with, but that doesn't replace in-person connection. It's such a crucial piece of your mental health that I want to take a minute to jam on that there and just reinforce that this is a piece of it too. So if you're saying no to everything in your life right now, in, in terms of your personal life and going to see other people, that's a red flag too that you are doing too much because just like me gut checking myself today and being like, actually, you could make time and it would be beneficial to you to go do that and have your mind be off work and go find some inspiration. You got to keep doing those things. So my first tip towards finding that balance between when to push and when to relax is to ask yourself, well, what are your non-negotiables for taking care of yourself? What are the things that if you don't do these, you start to not feel like you? You start to not feel so good. I'll give you some examples. So for me, huge one, my daily walk, my daily one-hour walk. If I don't do this, my whole world starts to spin out of control. Like my walk, I need it to ground myself in. That's something I know about myself. Sleep is a huge one for me. If I'm not getting seven hours of sleep minimum, something's off. Something's got to give. Usually it's a sign that I'm working too late into the night and then I can't fall asleep. I need to have my workout every day. I need to have some time to either meditate or journal. I need to have time every week to go do something that's not work. I need that. I don't need both days. Sometimes I want to work on the weekends. I like it. It's like it feels like I have extra time. But I need to go out and I need to do something that pulls me out of work mode for at least a couple hours of the week. And every week, every Sunday, I go and I go on a walk with one of my best friends. That fills up my cup. We have the best conversations. It makes me feel just so filled with joy, just so restored. Those are my non-negotiables. And I recommend if you, if these things for you, you have a sense of what they are, but maybe they're not habits yet. My recommendation is always to put them on your calendar. Put them on your Google Calendar. Put them in your planner, whatever you use, so that you get reminders to go do them and you schedule them just like you would a client call, just like you would an appointment, just like you would anything else that you have to do that you can't skip. Put it on your calendar so that you have the visual reminder and the notification from your Google Calendar to go do them. I do this with everything. You'll see my walks on my calendar. You'll see my workouts on my calendar. You'll see my my reservations to go out to dinner on my calendar. You'll see my walk with my friend on my calendar. It's all on the calendar because I care about those things just as much as I care about my client calls, which you'll see on my calendar as well. So what are your non-negotiables for taking care of yourself and put them on your calendar? This will help you also see how much space you have to say yes to different work projects and different opportunities in your business that you want to work on. You will have a better sense of how much time you actually have available when you put yourself first to do other projects, to work on your business. Which leads me right into the second thing that I recommend that you do, which is practice saying no to more things, but 
Remember, don't say no to the things that genuinely fill up your cup. So those non-negotiables, again, that we just talked about. But when it comes to building your business, are you putting too much on your plate? Are you overloading yourself? Are you saying yes to too many podcast interviews and too many collaboration opportunities? Are you saying yes to client calls at times that you know that you don't want to do them? Do you need better boundaries in this as well to help you say no? Are you doing too much? You know, there's this common common phrase, common quip, common idea going around in the coaching industry and the online industry that it's the idea of, okay, I love my business so much, I never want to unplug from it. Like work doesn't feel like work. I love being on 24-7 because I love my business. I say, yes, okay, I roll. (laughs) Like I agree with this. I love my business. I love working. It lights me up. And that's where sometimes it's even hard for us to draw this line and find these, these boundaries for ourselves of, okay, when is too much? When is it too much, right? When is it now crossing into unhealthy territory of I'm doing too much? I know that we have these businesses that we love and that we never want to unplug from theoretically, right? That's the joy of getting to build your own business. But there's also this side of you have to unplug. Let's be real. It's not healthy to only think about work all of the time. Even if you love your work, even if your work is yours, I don't think it's healthy to have your brain be plugged into any one thing constantly. You need to unplug so that you can go absorb other styles of doing things, other people's perspectives. You can go immerse yourself in other environments, which are going to give you hits of inspiration and learn new ideas and absorb new aesthetics and just open up that creative space that's going to make your business even better because you're going to come back to your business with this expanded mindset. But if we stay only plugged into our business, we only are plugged into the energy of what we're currently doing. And where is the room for the inspiration in that? Right? So that's why I'm like, I don't think anyone's lying when they say I have a business I never want to unplug from. But I'm saying, hey, let's let's analyze that for a second. Does that actually make sense? Is that actually good for us? Is that actually good for our brains? Is that actually good for our business to not unplug and to not go experience other things? And so don't be afraid to say no to more things in your business. Don't be afraid to say no to yourself if you're finding yourself, like I was last night and this morning, slipping a little bit into workaholic mode where it's like, oh, but I'm really excited to get these things done for my business. And I'm mistakenly telling myself that that needs to take precedence over other things in my life outside of work. There it is. Are you putting work above everything else in your business when it could be on an equal level to things that are just as fulfilling and just as important to you? So be a little picky with what you say yes to and what you say no to in your business. And make sure that you're saying no to enough things, or maybe rather, let me amend this, you can say no for now to certain things and do them later on. Do them next month. Not everything needs to be done right this instant prioritize what you want to do now and prioritize what you need to do now. Which leads me into the third and final tip I have for you, which is, I'm going to phrase it as a question. Are you addicted to being busy and being in a state of almost stress in your business? And I'm going to have you sit with this for a second because sometimes this stress doesn't feel like stress. Sometimes it feels like a high. 
Sometimes it feels like an adrenaline rush, especially when things are going good. This is when burnout hits you out of left field. When you feel like you are just like this junkie for your business, like you have this adrenaline rush of, ooh, everything is so much fun right now. Whenever I talk on my stories and talk about my offer, things are selling and people are jumping in and people are giving me praise and I'm tapping into Voxer or Slack or whatever you meet with your clients and I am just riffing and I'm feeling so good because everybody is loving my communication that I'm giving them and the advice that I'm giving them. My clients are getting great results. Everybody's telling me I'm doing such a good job. We get addicted and we're like, I want more. I want more of this validation. And you know what it has, you guys? It has that same effect that tapping into your social media and seeing you have likes, that that has. And that feels great at first, right? It feels great at first until you have a moment where you numb out to the current amount of it and then you're just chasing for more. The cycle never ends. Or worse, when you were on a high and then suddenly you're not getting as much of it and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what happened? And this is exactly what can happen in our business where we get addicted to this sense of being busy. We think mistakenly that it is a good thing for us because we're on this high, but anytime we're on a high, it's not sustainable. And I'm not saying that in a Debbie Downer way that you can't have fun and feel validated and feel great in your business. You can, but we need to make sure that that is being married with a strong sense of grounding in your health a strong sense of grounding into the rest of your life. We can't be in that busy on state all the time and still be good. Our nervous systems just literally aren't built for it. And so the high, the addiction of it is one side of it, but this can also be the addiction to being like, well, so many people need me right now. So I can't say no to anything because people need me and I can't let people down. People pleasers, where are you at? I'm speaking to you right now. And so you overload your plate because you get this false sense of importance, of worthiness, of I'm doing things for other people and it's it's from the graciousness of my own heart. It's almost like being a, a martyr almost. You're like, oh, I'll do it. I'll be the one to save the day. I'll be the one to put everybody else's needs ahead of mine and I will say yes to every client need and every client call and every podcast people want me to be on. I'm going to say yes to it all because other people need me and I'm the only one who can do it. So I'm going to do it all at the expense of my own health. And then you go and you complain to everybody who will listen about how busy you are and how stressed you are. But on some level, your brain loves it. You are getting, and I'm saying you, but I've been there. We've all been there, right? We get this sense of validation from being that kind of busy and that kind of stressed in our business. And it's almost like when things go quiet, we start to panic because we become addicted to that, especially If you find that that is when your income is the highest, is when you're in those seasons, we start to make a false connection to, well, I have to be that busy for income to come in. When in reality, that's not true at all. Maybe some restructuring needs to happen so that that isn't the only time that you have the highest income in your business. But there is no hard evidence in the world that says you have to be that kind of busy to create the kind of income that you desire. And so my third tip for you is a gut check. Are you addicted to being busy? Are you addicted to being in this this state of adrenaline rush or maybe a state of stress, adrenal fatigue around your business and your calendar? Because if you are, this is on you to fix. No one else is going to step in and be like, hey, whoa, I think you're working too much. I mean, your partner might, but 
chances are you're probably not going to listen to them, (laughs) right? Speaking from experience, we love to be this person. If you don't sort this out now, if you don't start prioritizing yourself for yourself, back to tip number one, taking care of yourself and your non-negotiables, it's only going to get worse as your business grows. I'm pausing so you really sink that in. You really let that sink in. There's not going to be a moment where you're like, okay, the hustle is done now. Great. I can chill and all of this is going to just continue without me. I can fully take myself out now. Unless you are intentionally designing yourself to take yourself out of your business in that way. But if you've built your business, if you've built your success off of a platform of being crazy busy and crazy stressed, if you want more success in your business, you're going to have to lean into more of that if that's the framework that you started with. It's up to you today to strike the balance with your health so that as the business grows, you're not stretching yourself thinner and thinner. You already have the boundaries in place where you can go and you can live your life. You can go and you can enjoy barbecue with your boyfriend or your significant other or your family. You can take time off when you need it. The business can run without you. That all starts today. You designing a business that can run in that way today But if you bog your calendar down and you bog yourself down as your business grows, you're just going to be in your business more and more. It's going to amplify the structures that you've put in place or rather maybe have not put in place now. And so give yourself this opportunity to gut check. Are you pushing harder than you have to? Are you putting false deadlines on yourself of I have to get everything done now or my business isn't going to grow? Are you moving from a place of scarcity? Are you robbing yourself of things that actually are so important to both your health, but also the longevity of you being the entrepreneur behind your business? Are you filling up your cup? Are you working beyond your capacity? Start to clean these things up now so that as you grow, you don't want to tear your business down to the ground, right? You can love your business today. And what I want to really leave you with is what I opened up with here. There is always time to take care of yourself. And if there's not, that is the number one sign that how you're operating needs to change. All right, you guys, I'm going to go now and enjoy the rest of my weekend. I hope that you do the same. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. 
Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily text list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213-606-3853. 3853. As soon as you send me over that tax, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this inner circle daily text list. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.